Welcome to the Littler Workplace Policy Institute podcast. Insider briefings on the latest legislative and regulatory developments affecting employers. Hello, I'm Corinne Jackson, an attorney with Littler Mendelssohn's Workplace Policy Institute, or WPI. And I'm Bruce Sarchet, a Littler shareholder in Sacramento, California, and also a member of the WPI. Bruce, do you remember when we did a podcast earlier this year about salary history? Of course. We talked about sourdough and how San Francisco passed an ordinance prohibiting employers from asking job applicants about their prior salary history. That's a pretty big deal, and and it takes effect on July 1st, 2018. But I've got a bad feeling about this. Why are you asking? Well, as it turns out, that type of ban will become the law all over California, not just in San Francisco. So I guess it's contagious. You could say so. Salary history bills are catching on all over the country. And now the Golden State is on board as well. Yes. The new law, AB 168, builds on existing state laws that are designed to ensure equal pay. Now, under current California law, for example, prior salary history alone cannot be used to justify paying an employee of a different sex, race, or ethnicity less than another employee for performing substantially similar work under similar working conditions. So, how does the new salary history ban fit in? What is its purpose? Well, numerous studies over the years have shown that women are paid less than men for performing substantially similar work. It's very puzzling to me personally how year after year after year these studies continue to come out, but they do, and that's why we have federal and state equal pay laws to try to end gender-based pay discrimination. But those laws have been around for some time, and yet the studies still come out showing women earning less than men. Now, the thinking is that by taking prior pay history into account in setting current pay, the prior impacts of gender discrimination are being perpetuated. So let's say a woman is unfairly assigned a lower wage rate early in her career based on her gender. She changes jobs, but her pay from the first job is used as a marker to set her pay at her new job and so on and so on. The thinking is that a historical pay inequity can follow an employee from job to job to job, perpetuating that inequity. Laws that ban inquiries into an applicant's pay history are an effort to shift the focus away from prior compensation so that pay is instead based only on current market factors. Well, I am guessing that employers will need some time to wrap their heads around this new approach to setting compensation. So how much time do they have to prepare? Well, I hope we're all sitting down because this is the real kicker. Unlike the San Francisco ordinance we talked about earlier, which takes effect next summer, our new statewide ban in California takes effect January 1st, 2018. Wait, this January? That's right. It's just a matter of weeks before it becomes the law of the state. Okay. Well, forget sitting down. We don't have any time to waste. We better (laughs) dive in and take a closer look at AB 168 now. Good idea. Let's start with the basics. So let's talk about what kind of employers are affected by AB 168. Well, now I hope you are sitting down, Bruce. It's an easy answer, really, because it's all employers. All employers, no matter their size? That's correct. The salary history law applies to all employers in any industry, including state and local governments. 
Okay, so any employer with employees working in California is covered by the salary history inquiry ban, but what exactly does the new law do? Well, there are two major components. First, under AB 168, no employer may rely on an applicant's prior salary history as a factor in determining whether to offer employment or in deciding what wages to offer the applicant. So in other words, the employer cannot use that information in making the hiring decision itself or in setting a salary for a newly hired worker. You got it. In addition, as its second act, employers cannot seek salary history information about an applicant. Exactly what kind of information are we talking about here? Good question. The term salary history information is pretty broad. Under the new law, salary means wages, but also covers all kinds of compensation and benefits. So we're talking about bonuses, commissions, stock options, and any other type of incentive or benefit. That's right. Employers cannot rely on or seek that type of information. But Bruce, what does the statute mean by seeking information? The statute explicitly says that employers cannot orally or in writing seek salary history information. And so it's pretty clear, for example, that an employer cannot ask about salary history on its employment application form. An employer also cannot ask an applicant in person about his or her wage history, including in an interview. So what if an employer requests the information indirectly? Is that okay? Nope. The California legislature must have read your mind. AB 168 provides that the employer cannot personally or through an agent seek salary history information. Ah, so an employer cannot rely on an agent to request information that it is forbidden from seeking on its own. What about from an applicant's current or prior employer? Can't an employer call, say for a reference, and also ask the current or former employer about the applicant's wages? Uh, definitely not, Corinne. Interestingly, the statute does not discuss all of the potential sources of salary history information. It simply prohibits the employer from seeking that information from any source. What if an employer already knew or could guess an applicant's wages? Well, the employer wouldn't need to seek that information, but that brings us back to the first component of AB 168. Even if the employer knows or suspects an employee's prior wages, it cannot rely on that information in making its hiring or compensation decisions with two very specific exceptions. That's right. The first is that the information is publicly available. Yes, an employer can use publicly available information when it is making a hiring or compensation decision. So, for example, under federal or state law, including the California Public Records Act, or under the Federal Freedom of Information Act, employers may have access to pay history. So an inquiry along those lines could be permissible. Okay, Bruce. So the second exception is if an applicant initiates the discussion, right? A good point, as that scenario is not uncommon. A candidate might, for example, mention his or her salary or commission or bonuses during an interview or while trying to negotiate for a higher salary. And California law still allows the employee to share that information willingly, correct? 
Correct. AB 168 allows some consideration of salary history as long as the applicant discloses that information voluntarily and without prompting. In other words, it really must be the employee who raises the topic. Right. And in addition, even in that situation, the employer cannot rely on prior salary history in deciding whether to hire a candidate. It can only use that information for determining a salary to be paid to that applicant. It sounds like hiring personnel will have to walk a very fine line. And what about the other side of the coin? What if the employee wants to ask an interviewer about the pay rate for the position he or she is seeking? Yes, in fact, the statute contemplates that very situation. It says that upon reasonable request, an employer is required to give the pay scale for a position to an applicant. What exactly is a pay scale? Well, unfortunately, we really don't know at this time. All that we have to go on are those two words, pay scale. Now, some jobs might have only one pay rate. Let's say, for example, forklift driver. You drive a forklift at this company, you get paid $14 an hour. doesn't matter if this is your first day on the job or if you've been doing it 10 years. The pay rate is $14 an hour. But a lot of jobs in our economy have a sort of a variable or a range of appropriate pay rates. And so it's kind of hard to say what exactly is a pay scale. Is it starting pay? Is it starting middle and top? Uh, We don't know for sure. One thing is for sure, I think employers should try to be consistent in the information that they provide to applicants so that each applicant for a particular position gets the same information on the appropriate pay scale. You know, the text of AB 168 is not very long at all, less than 10 sentences. But it seems this law is a real sea change in how California employers conduct their hiring. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Corinne. Employers have a lot of work to do before this law takes effect on January 1st. Where should they start? Well, I think employers with operations in California need to immediately review hiring practices from start to finish. They should check their written job application forms and other forms for questions that might elicit salary history information. I think we need to make sure that our hiring personnel understand the new law and understand how it limits the discussion of pay during both informal conversations and formal job interviews. Employers should also ensure that hiring managers know if and when they may rely on prior pay history when making hiring and compensation decisions. The new law isn't super complicated, but as you pointed out, there are some fine lines here. These new restrictions could easily trip up personnel who haven't been properly trained. Even though we aren't talking about it today, employers also need to pay attention to AB 1008, California's new ban-the-box law. It's also changing the landscape of onboarding in the Golden State. That's right. Uh, It's also effective January 1st, 2018, and you no longer, as an employer, can ask about criminal convictions in the application process until after a conditional offer of employment is made. And I'm sure we can go to littler.com for more information about this important development as well. On behalf of our San Francisco listeners, I'll ask a tricky question. Does this state law supersede the San Francisco ordinance that we mentioned earlier? 
Well, that's a good question. And remember, the state law is in effect on January 1st, 2018, and the San Francisco ordinance does not become effective until July 1st, 2018. Now, the state and local laws overlap in many ways, but there are important differences. For example, the San Francisco ordinance prohibits employers both from asking about salary history information and from providing it to others. There are some exceptions, but generally, San Francisco employers cannot release salary history information about a current or former employee to any prospective employer without written authorization from the individual applicant. The statewide law does not include this type of restriction. It only bans employers from seeking pay history information. Well, that's quite a wrinkle for San Francisco employers. Yes, and it's not the only one. But your question really hammers home the need for employers to update their procedures and to train everyone involved in the recruiting and hiring functions. These procedures should be tailored to the governing law depending on your jurisdiction. Okay, Bruce, now bear with me. We know that other jurisdictions have enacted salary history laws, including Oregon, Delaware, Massachusetts, and New York City. Others are likely to follow suit in the near future. What about employers that have operations both inside and outside California? How should they approach these developments? Well, obviously, employers must comply with the law in each applicable jurisdiction where employees are working. But beyond that, some employers might prefer to make changes across the board for consistency and simplicity. They might choose, for example, to stop asking about salary history when hiring in Alabama or Wyoming, even if there is no current legal restriction on such questions. Sure. And other employers might prefer to juggle the differing requirements and continue to ask about salary history, except where prohibited. It all depends on the employer's preferences, which likely turn on where employees are located, how useful it finds pay history data, and how easy it is to make such changes. And as these laws continue to gain popularity, multi-state employers will have to decide how to proceed. But getting back to California, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground today. So how about a quick recap, Corinne? You bet. In a nutshell, the new law prohibits employers in California from relying on or seeking salary history information about job applicants. Such information may not be used in deciding whether to hire an individual or what to pay him or her. On the other hand, employers may discuss prior wages if the applicant voluntarily discloses that information without any prompting by the employer. In that event, the employer may consider pay history in setting the candidate's compensation, but can't use that information in deciding whether or not to offer employment. Employers may also verify non-salary related information disclosed by the applicant, such as dates of service and job responsibilities at a prior job. Thanks, Bruce. And thanks to all of you listening for your attention. Stay tuned to Littler's Workplace Policy Institute for further updates and information regarding state and local workplace regulatory and legislative developments. Remember, WPI is an employer source for information and advocacy regarding legislation and regulatory developments at the federal, state, and local levels. The purpose of this program is to provide helpful information for employers addressing the latest developments in labor and employment relations. 
It is not a substitute for experienced legal counsel and does not provide legal advice or attempt to address the numerous factual issues that arise in any employment-related issue. To discover other labor and employment podcast series from Littler, the largest global employment and labor law practice, visit littler.com slash podcasts.